and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. since we last talked <laughs> let's just not lie <laughs> okay you don't want to lie <laughs> i like to create a no, whole because what if something what if something terrible happened this week and we're just like whoa such a week and then we never mentioned <laughs> well i think if we go into it like everything this is, is how, regular know, and then something happens how terrible this world is that anything could happen and we you know Basically, we're 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 recording this on the same day, so uh, the same day as the no Maurice no episode. hold on hold on hold on the we're same day as the Maurice episode. We got to tell we have to say that the same day that we think, recorded the Maurice episode. I don't think we need to be that transparent. What I do think we need to do is make this one a little bit more generic, and then if something tragic happens to happen, we'll just go back and re-record the intro and the outro. All right. Well, let's just start talking then. We can record the intro and the outro next week. Oh, yeah, I guess that's fine. I yeah. just, I think if, if we have this one in the barrel, it's evergreen and we can just use it whenever, as ideally. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So let's, I mean, if we just do an intro and outro and then make that real fast and then just dive into the articles, then it's okay. And it's okay if it's a little bit shorter than it usually is, just because it's a stopgap. It gives us, and then we have less times where we come back after a big long break and that kind of stuff. That's okay. the goal. Okay, okay. Dead things with Jen and Dead Sarah. Things. How are you doing, Sarah? Oh, you know I'm fine. I've got my second cup of coffee today. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I am man. also okay. Thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I thought that was going to be the time where you jumped in and said how you were doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um. Yeah. Lots of work. Same. 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 Yeah. Me you know too. how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that. What are the new things that you thought about death this week? Oh my gosh. Uh, what, when I haven't, I thought about death this week. Um, I, it snowed up here and when it snows, I have to wear my knee brace because of the time I fell in the shower and hurt my knee so bad. And so I've been walking around trying not to slip on ice. Um, and it reminded me about how Dr. Atkins died. He died slipping on ice and he hit his head. That's how he died. The guy, that's how he died. The the guy did the meat diet. Yeah. The, low, the no carb diet. He, he died by something nice, and so I think about that a lot when it's when it, the weather's bad, um, because what a way to go. I mean, he he he's not even going to get to see the long term effects of how his diet. You know what I mean? Like what? I don't know. The science part of it. The, that part of it is intriguing to me that he like he won't get to see his, his his own study kind of follow through. But then also, you know, on a human level, it's sad that he's just that's how he died. Yeah, that is really sad. That's how he died. But I thought he, I thought he, how old was he when he died? Oh, he was an older dude, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought, okay, yeah. But he, and he started that diet, like, super young, didn't he? Not really. I mean, I remember specifically that it kind of came into, oh, yeah, he was born in 1930, and he died in 2003. Um, and let me see if I can get some more information about him. Um, Atkins diet, that's the... Yeah, I want to know when he started that and what, and how long he had been on that diet before he died. Uh, so he himself went on the diet in 1963, 
Yeah, uh, see, so he does he does know the long term effects. Yeah, and then he went on the Tonight Show in 1965 to talk about it, and then he had the diet published in Vogue in 1970, and then it was called the Vogue Diet for a long time. <laughs> and then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back and make it my name. And so by the 90s, he was like, it's the Atkins Diet. The Atkins diet. The Atkins diet. People people misinterpret. Okay, so first of all, people misinterpret diets all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the Atkins diet is really bad for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends. Like I know a lot of people who do like the keto diet, and that's kind of a What's take. What's the keto on, diet? It's basically the same thing where it's like you don't you don't you don't intake any carbs unless they're like high fiber carbs, and then oh, you have okay. to like, and yeah. then um, super super high protein, a lot of a lot of fat, like you purposefully go out of your way to eat more fat because you're training your liver and your body to burn fat and not store it because you've had other energy sources into your body yeah i'm still on that i'm still on that whole 30 diet which is basically Mm -hmm. paleo it's just basically the paleo diet but i'm not doing i'm not doing crazy crazy paleo i'm just doing like so like i can have a peanut every now and then right and oh hey yeah hey and then I can uh, – I added rice and beans back to my diet because I, I kind of need rice and beans. And corn tortillas because I had to need corn tortillas, you know? So, wow, no um, corn tortillas either? Uh, not under the paleo. No, you can't eat corn. Dang. I know. So I have corn tortillas. I just – you know, I decided corn instead of flour tortillas. That's a good compromise. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I'm eating that stuff. But I've like – you know, and I think I think a lot of like the weight loss – because I keep talking about the weight loss. But I think a lot of the weight loss is probably just from that because, you know, I'm, I've been eating healthier or whatever, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't done anything else. Like, I've really honestly just been eating healthier, and I haven't upped my exercise. It's, like, normal exercise that I've been doing or whatever. Um, and so, you know, yeah, like, it's, it's like, ba- I've, like, I've, like, lost the um, the dissertation weight is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've lost that weight. But, um, but it's also just, like, I don't even notice the weight loss necessarily because, I mean, even though it's, like, it's a good loss, but it's not, like, I don't notice it. It's more of, like... I just feel better. Does that make sense? Like I, cause I, I've been on all of those diets. Like I did the Atkins diet, um, out to, to lose the baby weight when I had yeah. August eight years ago, I went on the Atkins diet to lose that weight, you know? Um, yeah. and it gave me like terrible, like indigestion. It gave me like all this. It was just, I, I don't know. I didn't like it, but paleo isn't that bad. Like, and I, but I'm not like a paleo person. I don't ever tell anybody that I'm do paleo because I feel like paleo people are, you know, um, like when someone says paleo, it just, drives me fucking insane so i don't say that it's but a trigger it's a trigger it's a for trigger you. word for me yeah mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. i just basically don't have any sugar um no grains and no dairy that's what i do dang mm-hmm. that's i mean that's yeah that's but you know intense. what it's had you know what's made me do though because i was a vegetarian for a really long time yeah i, yeah. I eat some meat now with what I, oh. what I haven't done in like years but i'm doing like not the like crazy meat you know i'm not doing like like that but i've had to like i got it was first it was under doc, doctor's orders kind of yeah. and they were like you um are anemic so being a vegetarian is really fucking stupid and so i started you know eating a little bit of meat there and plus also like being in south texas but i'm mostly vegetarian still i just eat like fish sometimes like that maybe some chicken every once in a while but not all the time most of the time i just have find like ways to get protein that aren't meat because you can't sure. you can't do paleo that in, in a vegetarian way it's just a little bit more difficult yeah. I was watching uh, Shark Tank recently and they had these girls on that were trying to figure out a way to make cricket flour more palatable for people. Like, cause people cannot get past the idea that they're eating bugs, yeah. but 
uh, it, it, bugs are the most sustainable protein source on the planet. And we should really be getting behind it because so many other countries have accepted it and like all this kind of stuff. And so they made chips. They make like tortilla chips that have one cricket per chip. And they're called chirps. <laughs> it was great. And then they made a deal with Mark. And so they're going to be millionaires. That's fucking crazy. I know. I love it. Chirps? <laughs> chirps. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. You ready for this week in death? Oh, yes, I am. This Hold week on. Death. Oh. This week in death. <laughs> i'll never get tired of that all right which one do you want to do first ah so you guys a woman died last week in an escalator fall at the world trade center here in new york and it wasn't in the it wasn't in the freedom tower it was in what's called the oculus but i always call it the bones because it looks like a bunch of bones yeah like it looks like a rib cage almost and um, so a 29-year-old woman, who that means she's younger than both of us. Oh, my God. Um, she <laughs> died on Saturday after she fell more than 30 feet from an escalator inside the building. But say what she was doing, because what she was doing was really fucking stupid. And I'm not saying yeah. anyone should die from stupidity. I'm just t- saying that, like, it's not. it wasn't, like, a flaw in the design or, like, it wasn't, like, it was really just her. Like, yeah, she was her. trying to get her, she was trying to get her sister's hat. Yeah. Uh, which is not a cool thing. I mean, no. yeah, I don't know. That seems like something I would totally do, though. I know. That's why it terrifies you. And this is something that I totally would not do. And that's why I'm not scared by it. You don't care about your sister's hats? No. Fuck that hat. No. I don't even you have a sister and I care about it. <laughs> I'm too uh, scared. I'm too scared of all this stuff, so I wouldn't do it. But you, but you like, care about people so much that you wouldn't think about it. You would just go after the hat and not think about it. And that's what yeah. she probably did, I bet you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it scares you. That's why stuff like that scares you, because you feel like, oh, no, that's something that I would do. I would not think, mm-hmm. and I would just go for it. Yep. Yeah. Oof. But you're fine. You're not going to plunge to your death, I promise. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's good. I was afraid of escalators for a long time when I was little. Why? Um, I, I don't know. There was just something. I think... Maybe there was a time when my brother was really, really, really little, and he kind of got stuck in one a little bit, but we got him out before it ended, and he would have gotten really hurt. And I think maybe that stuck with me, or I'm not entirely sure, but um, once I got over my fear of escalators, I immediately became afraid of elevators. So <laughs> That sounds about right. Good timing, really, because otherwise, right how am I going to get upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I was afraid of elevators because I saw uh, an episode of One Life to Live where a character Ew. was in an elevator that got the, like, cord cut. Ew. She... So I had, I mean, I had reoccurring dreams about an elevator shaft, like, fall like that for years and years and years. That's pretty scary to me, actually. An yeah. elevator shaft fall. Yeah, that's Ugh. actually really scary. Uh, I that... And we're always in, I always remember it's the elevator that was in the Mervins at Coronado Mall. Oh, really? Did that one that never... was, like, in the back corner? Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that. I was so scary. And my dad and my brother and my yeah, mom and I would all be shopping that. together. A, that was a really terrifying one. Yeah. So that was the, in the dream, they, uh, me and my mom needed to go downstairs, and my brother and my dad stayed upstairs. Me and my mom go in the elevator. The elevator door shuts. We feel it just drop. And then we hit the ground, and we live. But then the door opens, and then it's just a wall that's covered with, like, snakes and scorpions and stuff. Holy shit. Yeah, from like a really, I was like four or five, and I just had this dream over and over and over Welcome and over again. Welcome to my new nightmare. This is what's going to yeah, happen tonight well, in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
hope nobody Thanks listens to this. Lot. I got to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, I hope nobody listens to this. I was like, wait, wait no, that's not the point. <laughs> no. no, people keep listening. Please don't keep die. Listening. Keep don't listening. Die. <laughs> Please don't die. Oh, my God. Please don't die. Um, I think I think stuff like, you know what? Um, I went to the Chicago. What the hell is that place in Chicago? What is it? Sears Tower? No, what is it? The really big, I mean, the, the huge building in, in Chicago. What is it? It used to be the Sears Tower, and they just renamed it. Yeah. Anyways, I went to the top, and you can do this thing where they have this like built out that's like you're standing on glass, and you can see what's what's below you. Um, and I did that, and that was like, cause I'm I'm pretty, I'm like, you know, I'm not like, I don't have a death wish. I don't like heights. It's not my favorite thing. I would never. I'm not the kind of person that would like jump out of a plane. I'm not that kind of yeah. person, you know, like I wouldn't parachute. I wouldn't like, you know, skydive, whatever it's called. I wouldn't do like those things. It's not me. I don't, it's just not my thing. Um, and yeah, so that was like the biggest, that was like the biggest like risk I'd ever taken. So yeah. I did that. And then, um, this was like a while ago. And then I got on the train cause I, ha- I was actually on my way to like a conference or something. Right. I had a stop in Chicago. So I got on the train to go to normal, um, Illinois and mm-hmm. I was reading a paper and the paper said, said something about like, um, that someone had just died, uh, falling off the like grand Canyon that the, off that little oh. like walkway. That was like the, no. The, the, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Really fucking scary. Uh, I know. And, like, and no. then my stomach just like dropped. I was like, oh my God, that could have been me. <laughs> Gosh. That reminds me of Andrew um, Harms's joke about how he was afraid of the Grand Canyon and his dad was like, because he's afraid of heights. And his dad was yeah. like, but son, it's not heights, it's depth. And he was like, well, I'm afraid of depth too, I guess. <laughs> Um, but I, and that's totally a paraphrase. If you guys ever get a chance to see Andrew Harms do comedy, please go see him. He'll tell that joke way better than me. <laughs> it's his joke. Yeah, that's a good joke. Um, the Sears Tower is now called the Willis Tower, by there the way. There you go. Yeah, so I went to that thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was terrifying. And then I learned about this Grand Canyon death. I was like, that's, I was basically on that same thing. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, they go to the Willis Sears Tower in um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. They and even do. that is scary yeah, to me. Yeah, they do. They, and that, that was before they had that little built out, though, I think. They I think, had... well, yeah, I remember he's like, there's like a, maybe like a little gap because he's got his head up against the window and he's, he's like got, looking yeah, down. Yeah, he's on like way. a, he's on like a, some kind of a stand thing with his head on, on the window. But like, this is actually like, they built it out and you could stand on glass. Like you, Ugh. so you can like see down below, like you can see yourself like down, or not see yourself, but you can see like this, the, you know, the city below you. That's like those people who take those selfies from like really high places. And then they die. You know? Yeah, there's been like a huge rash of deaths because people are not being safe. No, they're not being safe. They're like leaning over like the railing to take a selfie and then they die. Good. Oh god, it's so I can't. Don't it's go so out terrifying for hats and don't take a selfie if you're up in like a high place, please. Yeah, please, oh. please. Um, all right, you want to talk about uh, the suicides? Yeah, absolutely. This is a really this is a really in depth article, so oh, I'm glad sad. we're talking about this. Um, this comes from aljazeera.com and the headline is death in detention suicide attempts soar in the UK. Um, and so in 2015 around 393 refugees and migrants that were locked up tried to commit suicide and it was a record high average. And it was about, so it basically came out to about one a day during 2015. And, um, the article goes on to talk about why and 
take it away, Genevieve. You want me to talk about why? Well, it's because of a lot well, because of a lot of the xenophobic and like anti um, refugee and anti um, immigrant uh, rhetoric in the UK now. Like we al- we always like to like we like to talk about how this is terrible in America, and um, and it is, but it's also terrible in a lot of other Western countries. Like not just yeah. not just America, but this like re- like you know. T- the current um, prime minister, Theresa May in the UK has a very, it's like basically on, you know, uh, one of the reasons why she is, is she's, she's a part of this very strict anti-immigration, anti, you know, refugee um, agenda. Like Brexit was a big part of that, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that, you know, that was a huge part of it. And it's like, there's all these, it's, you know, all the austerity measures that are, that are happening mm-hmm. in the UK to stop, you know, um, refugees and stop like immigration and, um, the way that they're treated in the UK, not just in, not just within detention centers, but the way that they're treated in the UK uh, overall. Like there's a, there's a high uh, rate of, um, you know, race related crime. There's a lot of like a high rate of like, you know, when I was there, I, th- I think I've told this story before, but when I was there, I was on, when I lived there, I was on the underground once and somebody yelled Packy to me. They're like Packy. And that's like a, a oh. derogatory term for somebody who comes from, pa- um, who's Pakistani. Right. So yeah. they, I mean, they didn't, they didn't like, you know, know that I was from the U S they didn't know, they didn't know anything, but I just looked dark. Like I looked like a dark person. And so they assume that, you know, you're, you're not from, um, not from the UK or not from like a Western yeah. country. And yeah. And they yelled at me and I was like, what? And I even said that I was like, what? And they figured what? out that I was American and then they, you know, were mad at me. I was American or whatever. But, yeah. Then they yeah. <laughs> they had but, a whole new but that was different. Yeah. Your- and that was, and that was years ago. That was under the Bush administration, you know? So that was yeah. a long time ago. But yeah, so they're so they're trying to do stuff like they're like trying to reduce the number like the number of people detained and the number of people in de- detention centers. Like there's people who are trying to, to like work towards that, you know. There's people who are trying to to do that. Um, there's a bunch of protests that have been uh, you know in the UK against Theresa May, um, and also like recently they're trying to like stop the invitation from Trump. Like there's so there's a lot of things like that, you know. Yeah. But like when when they're incarcerated, I mean they're victims of like violence, of like sexual violence, of torture, of like there's all. I mean it's it's just a nightmare. An and the thing I thought nightmare. that was interesting that makes it different than the U.S. Also is that Britain is the only country in Europe that doesn't have a time limit for how long you can yeah, detain they don't have people. A time limit. Like yeah. at least we've got in in America if. if not at least we've got, but there is the, there are those kind of things in place too. Um, Sometimes, but if you're not if you're not a U.S. citizen, you can be detained indefinitely. Oh, really? In, in the U.S.? Not on U.S. soil. Okay. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, that's why you know that's why we have things mm-hmm. like Guantanamo Bay and like mm-hmm. you know other things. Mm-hmm. So not on mm-hmm. U.S. soil, no. But by U.S. people, yes, you can. Yeah, you can be detained indefinitely if you are considered a threat. And so like. The thing that the thing that's terrifying, though, is that in the NDAA, which is the National Defense Authorization Act that was uh, reauthorized in 2011, um, Obama signed a thing that said basically that there was like a compromise from Congress to say basically if the president determined that you are a threat to the country, they can detain you in American citizens indefinitely. Mm. Oh, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. And so there is that there is that part of it. Um, and you know, there's already been a ramp up. There's been, um, just so you know, that there are uh, renovations currently happening at Guantanamo Bay. So <laughs> oh. there is a preparation for that to um, once they're again. They're sprucing it up. They're sprucing it up. And they're not doing things like adding the library folks. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's going to, it's, it's, you know, it's about time um, that things are going to 
you know, be terrifying in America. And then, you know, with the, with the private industry, like prison industry about to boom. Um, and with the number of detentions that are, that are already happening with like the immigration raids mm-hmm. and all this stuff, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a prison system that is, that's going to take advantage of that. There's a private pr- prison system that's going to take advantage of that. So, yep. you know, there's, uh, there's already words of, um, detention centers are going to be new detention centers going to be created on the border. Um, so yeah, you know, a lot of scary stuff is happening right now. Um, but this has been happening for a long time in the UK. So, and people don't really talk about it very much because, you know, everyone, a lot of people in the U S think of the UK, or at least they thought before Brexit that the UK was this, um, very liberal, very open, very, you know, intellectually motivated, um, group of, of people. And then they, that's why I think a lot of people were shocked when Brexit happened. Right. Yeah. Um, but austerity measures in the UK have been ramping up for the last decade. Like it's been, oh, yes. you know, it's, it's been a nightmare there for a while. Um, you know, gradually, gradually, gradually go- becoming like kind of a far right state, which is really weird because like the two powers, the two main powers that fought fascism in World War Two are now becoming fascist, you know? Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah. it's very it's it's terrifying. So. Huh. Well, yep. OK. So basically what this article says that is instead of being detained indefinitely and, you know, um, in the horrors that 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 faces, besides the fact that you're just detained, but all of the violence that you that you can be you know, victim to in detention um, because of that, there's been a large increase of suicides, um, suicides amongst yeah. refugees and immigrants in detention centers. So in 2015, like something like 393 refugees and migrants that were locked up um, committed suicide. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I wanted you to explain it. Because I knew <laughs> you could do a good job. Thanks. <laughs> did I explain it okay? I think you did great. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, listeners? If you thought she did a good job, please call us at our phone number, which is... 802-438-8686. And tell us... You leave a she Yelp did a like good review. Job. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, last so- one. Oh, a glimmer of good news. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. This is uh, from clickondetroit.com. Um, and the headline is, a Michigan native says the airline is at fault for the death of her dog. Oh, no. I wasn't going to talk about that. I was going to do the KKK oh. one. But, yeah. Oh, but I was going to talk let's about do, the dog. Let's do the Michigan one first. Yeah. Let's do the Michigan okay, one. Okay, cool. What a glimmer of good look. <laughs> good news. I had I had the KKK one opened and you had the oh. other one open. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. That's okay. Oh, but spoiler alert, a crazy wizard from the KKK totally died. Oh, totally we'll talk dead. About him. Found in the Missouri in River. A second. But we'll talk about after, him after we kill this dog, we'll talk about him. Um so Kathleen uh Considine Considine Considine. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. Yeah. Really? That's it? Okay. Uh, She uh, was from Michigan, but she currently lives in Oregon, and she was on a flight, and she had her dog with her. It was a golden retriever, a big, big dog, and um, this particular airline, and they they mentioned what airline it is. I saw, oh, United Airlines. Um, They they don't let big dogs onto the flight with with the, the owners. They have to kind of be checked with the luggage even though they say that they're put into like a different spot and they're safe um but when 
the the flight originally got laid over and it was only supposed to be an hour and it turned into 20 hours and then nobody fed the poor puppy and so when she got to detroit and the dog was dead so sad well no it wasn't it was just unresponsive at first like the dog Mm -hmm. the dog was unresponsive she took it to the vet immediately and what had happened is that the stomach had flipped it like flipped over Mm-hmm. Um, because of the the ride and because of like uh, I don't know the physiology of a dog, but I know that something happened and the and the stomach had flipped over and so um, yeah and then shortly after they got it to the vet and totally unresponsive the dog the dog died the dog passed away and she had had that dog for eight years yeah it's so and sad. so it's so so sad and so I can't, they, even, uh... I can't even I can't I can't like even oh god so sad. Yeah. So she kind of took to social media to kind of get the word out about because um, she really holds United Airlines responsible for the death of her dog. Yeah. And um, so it, as part of her big letter and you can find it, I'm, I'm certain that, you know, somebody on your Facebook timeline right now who has shared this because it's been such a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she says United Airlines pet safe program is cruel. They treat animals like baggage. They did not care if Jacob had food or water or had any time outside of his cage. They are incredibly rude and have shown no sympathy for my dog's death. I would have received the same responses if they had broken my guitar in baggage. So sad. And so it's really just so sad. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I've, have you ever flown with an animal before? Yes, but only with really tiny dogs that I could that I could bring on the flight with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I flew with a cat. And we got to have it. And yeah, I've and, never, I've never like had a large dog go on a plane before. But I've, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a lot of things about how terrible it is and not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I mean, if you have no other option, what do you do? Like, how do you, yeah. you know, how do you get your dog to you? Yeah. But I just, I just can't. I mean, she must, she just must be so devastated. Yeah. Whew. There's got to be, I, I don't really know how, how to improve. I mean, obviously you want to just have show some more care and compassion toward. No, that's how of- you do it is you make sure that mm-hmm. someone takes care of that dog. Like you make sure that that's, that's what you do. Like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy to have a dog in, you know, a place like that. But you, the, the only thing you can do is that if you're stopped and there is like a delay that you make sure that people are taking care of those animals. Like you can't, yeah. you know, like you have to. Like, apparently, like, one of the reasons why the stomach flipped was because it was empty, and there's a lot, of, like, there's a lot of things that, like, could have been taken care of that could have prevented the death of that dog, and nobody did anything. Nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's a, that could just be a job that they create. Yes, they, like, that, hey, exactly. Take, take care of pet, animal pet dog shepherd. person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they could do, like, like, or maybe it's just, like, a certification that you could get. Like, somebody, like, mm-hmm. you could be a, a baggage handler normally. And then if then you get the certification so that you know how to take of an, take care of animals if there are animals on the plane. And so like you're the expert person. And so if they know that an animal is going to be on that plane, then they, you know, make sure to hire you for that specific plane and that shift. And then that's what you do is you take care of those animals. Yeah. You know, that'd be an easier way to do it because then you're already taking the whatever population you already have as workers and you're just helping them to understand a technical thing that they got to know. Yeah. You know, I mean, and you that, get paid extra for it idea. or whatever, you know, like yeah. you just figure it out. So but it's just so sad. It's just so sad. I hate that. Yeah. Um, all right. So a KKK Imperial wizard found dead near Missouri River after employer reports him as missing. Um, apparently he was found in the river. This one says near the river, but he was yeah. like actually fished out of the river, apparently. Because I found another one that said that he was fished out. So um, 
Yeah, so he, okay, and Kona, so 51-year-old uh, was last seen at his Ledwood home on Wednesday morning, um, his wife told the authorities. So his body was discovered on Saturday. Uh, his name is Frank Ancona, and he was a self-proclaimed imperial wizard of a KKK chapter near St. Uh, Louis. And Kona's wife, um, Melissa Ancona, said he was, he, uh, was called to work to make an out-of-state delivery he packed a bag, took his guns, and had not made contact with relatives since. I don't know what he... What does he do for a living? Uh, I don't know. Some kind of delivery. Um, okay. So, police said Ancona's employer made no such call and reached out to authorities on Friday after he was a no-show to work. Okay. This is this is getting really weird. So, yeah. So, his wife is saying she had... He was called from work. Work is saying we didn't do that, right? Yeah. Um, and safe inside the couple's home was bashing with a crowbar and its contents missing when officers stopped by the home. So yeah. somebody like somebody bashed in a thing. Um, yeah. Police chief William Dickey said a burglary was not suspected, though, even though uh, cops also questioned Ancona's wife on Facebook, posting she um, made the day of his disappearance that sought a roommate for her husband. Um, she said Ancona was filing for divorce when he returned and would likely need help paying for rent, according to authorities. There's a lot of shit going on in this. There's I don't know. There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, so we don't know what happened. We just know that he he washed up on, or he was found and fished out of the Missouri um, River. That he was definitely, he's definitely dead. They don't know who killed him. Um, he was a part of a hate group, of course. Uh, he called himself a traditionalist American knight of the Ku Klux Klan, and he was a self-proclaimed imperial wizard. Um, yeah, see, that, that part of it, I know there's a lot going on here, um, but one thing in particular that stood out to me is, like, he just gave himself that title? Do yeah, just... I think that's what you do. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, a, it's I, a democracy. That must be what you do, because <laughs> otherwise, who picks wizard as, like, your... I don't know. I I just thought people voted. I thought it was like more democratic. I don't. I don't know anything about the KKK, so I don't know. I think I'll run for wizard. You know, I think I think one thing that we should definitely make sure of is that the KKK is more of a democracy. (laughs) Yeah, we need some regulation. (laughs) Oh my god. He um, was, yeah, he was a big proponent. Where he would, he would go on TV and stuff and say like, "The KKK is a Christian organization. It's not a racist organization." Yeah, no. But then he also, after Michael Brown was shot in Ferguson, um, he and Kona threatened that KKK members would use lethal force against protesters. Like he's a piece of shit. Like he's not, mm-hmm. you know. He said he was going to go and use lethal force against protesters. They were protesting the death of Michael Brown. Like he's, he's super fucked up. Um, he was also he was named the leader in um, in a 2013 lawsuit uh, by the ACLU against the city of Desloge for allowing Ancona's uh, KKK group to distribute neighborhood watch leaflets. So he, yeah. they was like, you know, they just let him do it. Like they let him like pass around leaflets. Um, mm. So, yeah. So, I mean, like there's this guy had a lot going on. He was he was a very busy man. <laughs> yeah. So, like we said before, we don't really know, we don't know much more than that. Um, but what do you think is the best case scenario for what happened to this man? I think his wife did it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, I think she didn't want a divorce and she either did it or she hired somebody to kill him. I think that's probably mm-hmm. what happened. Um, I don't, it doesn't seem like, because I mean, doesn't she seem like the, the biggest suspect in all this? I mean, come on. I mean, it is, it is a little odd. Yeah. There, something's not connecting She's like there. lying about the, the, you know, his. Uh, work his work and 
Although that's really stupid. Like, why would she lie about the work knowing that the work is going to be like, no, we didn't do that. Like, why would she yeah. do that? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe she could just say like he he was the one who was lying. And now nobody can prove it because he's gone. Because he's dead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then earlier we were talking about this. What do you think is the worst case scenario for what happened? Oh, I really hope that a person of color did not kill him. I really hope that. I really, really hope that. Only because, like, I just know how it will be spinned and he'll be martyrized in the, you know, in, in his hateful community, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really hope that didn't happen. I really, really hope yeah. that didn't happen. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's one of those personal, like, you know, attacks or whatever that doesn't have anything to do with, like, a stranger organizing any kind of attack against him. But you yeah. never know. But I really hope that doesn't ha- that, that didn't happen personally. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll I mean, I like, I just think, you know, I just, I just think that it would be used to, to just, I don't want him to be a martyr, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's everything. So, so if you uh, want to, uh, oh, wait, uh, what, what, you know, we already talked about what was going on this week. Um, so, Let's see. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at deadthingspodcast at gmail.com. Um, yep. You can follow us on Twitter at deadthingspod, or you can call us at 802-438-8686. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Please you guys. Rate and review if us you do iTunes. this, we will even pick out some reviews and read them on air. Yeah, so write one that's clever, and we'll we'll pick it out and we'll read yours on the on our podcast and yeah. give you a and nice shout always, out. You know, we get a lot of comments on SoundCloud too. So if you want to yeah. go to SoundCloud and if you listen to on SoundCloud, if you want to go to SoundCloud and comment on any of our podcasts, you can do that as well. Yeah. Awesome, Jen. Have a good week. You too. Right. Say the thing. Oh, you guys. Don't die. Keep listening. We love you. Bye. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpopcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.